I just thought the show at any moment, couldn't I? Having a good time. Good. Yeah. You have the power within yeah. you to do that. You yeah. have the touch. Welcome to Story Mode, a video game podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Munner, and I'm joined by two delicious tall drinks of water. I didn't say energy drinks, but I thought that was a bit on the nose, wouldn't it be? I Joel, have no energy left, so. Jolly Mac more Mac. energy. Oh, hey. And Karen Momo. Drink. How are we doing? <laughs> I was going to say, there's probably more energy drink in me than there is actual water, so I think it would probably <laughs> be uh, an applicable, just from, like, years of residue. Oh, yeah. But, I, 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 have, I have that thick, sticky blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Ants love me. <laughs> Doctors hate me. I'm like, I'm like on these little, like, shitty ads you see at the bottom of a website, like, 10 reasons why <laughs> ants love him. Yep. Doctors hate That's this it. man because of his hot, <laughs> sticky blood. Thinking of oh, energy, blood. How are we doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Good, good, good. Just, I'm, December I'm is destroying me, but I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's only I'm, the sixth. Don't, don't do that. I'm recovering from being hot and sticky on Friday. Personal. And that is exactly how it sounds. Uh, no, I'm like, you might be able to see me peeling a little bit because I went to good things on Friday. And didn't wear sunscreen like an absolute. I've, I've seen so, some brutal sunburn. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Friday wasn't even that bad. Like it was, it was okay Friday. But yeah, I want to think see, the... like music festivals. You may not be able to see it on camera, and you certainly can't hear it, dear audio listeners. But I was blessed with a slight bit of melanin, tiny bit, not much, Ooh. not much, but enough to protect me from sunburn. I've been sunburned once. It was Soundwave. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I remember just the back of my neck, and I'm like, oh, is this what other people deal with all the time? I mean, ever since yeah. then, I've been, I've been a sunscreen person. So, wear sunscreen. So, mate, yeah. look, if you listen to our podcast, our video game podcast, our pop culture podcast, more like it today, if you can take away one piece of advice, it's slip, slop, and slap. Good advice. Just good, good advice, advice in general. Joel, next time you go to a show, I want you to slip, slop, and slap. I want you no, no hat, no play. I want you to wear, wear one of those hats with a little flap at the back, protect your neck. Legionnaires caps, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have one of those when I was a kid. Yeah, love it. Yeah, no, no, we, we, want, we want everyone out there to slip, slop, slap, and subscribe. That's what we want. Oh, we've got a bit of a summer gotcha. vibe going on. Let's gotcha, get, yeah. Let's crack these slaps. Come it's on, it's December it 6th. It's December six. Let's get around it. It's it summertime. Is December I mean, it's rain today, summer. but it's some baby. <laughs> Karen, how about you? Any good things happening for you? Um, I am counting down until Christmas is over. That is where I'm at mentally right now. Yeah. Is it? And I went for the game awards and hoping for it to make me excited about things. Oh, I'm, so this is gonna be the first game awards since it started that I'm going to miss. Because I, well, I, I may miss it. I'm going on holiday soon. I've got, I've got a, God, they've got a month off. A oh. month off. I'm oh. going to get wacky, okay? Oh. But I'm going away this weekend to Apollo Bay. Um, and I think we'll be at the big Redwood Forest um, on Friday. So I may miss it, but I'll watch it when I, as soon as I get home. We know some of the announcers. We know some of the people who will be on stage. I like how one of the people being on stage is named um, Roberta Williams, which threw me when I first saw that. For anyone who doesn't know, Roberta Williams, innocent. <laughs> no, she was the, the wife of a 
of a, of a chubby little Australian gangster, which isn't really anything, is it? Um, she's, you know, a, a crime personality because we have them here. Uh, and we're getting, more importantly, we're in Star Wars Survivor. That Hell yeah. Announced, the release date got leaked today, I think it's like March 15th. The, the yeah. first quarter, of, the first third of next year. It's absolutely insane. Imagine, imagine the audacity of Star Wars being like, hey, I'm coming out March 15th or whatever. And me being fully aware that like two weeks after that is Resident Evil 4. Mm. Oh, I didn't it. put two and two together. The yeah. video game draft next year, a lot of high picks. Oh, yeah. Which is good. This year was this year was hard. Like Karen and I were at the bottom of the list because Karen won our last year's one and uh, and I came second. So we were like at the bottom of our draft. So by the time I got to us, I was like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Hence why my first two picks were uh, Redfall and Starfield. Went well. Had a good year. Ooh, that's match Had a real good year. Had a real good how, year. How many people year. did your draft? Eight of us was it? Eight or six? Six. Yeah, six. So say next year is yeah. going to be one we do, and there's going to be like seventeen people. In it. It's going to be a, so. Be a, I hope you know the small indie titles. Teams. We're going to have to have we're going to have to have divisions. Yeah, like because you can oh, you no. get to pick how many games you have on your team, and I think no. it'll yeah. be small small teams. <laughs> no, 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 indie oh, games. Dear. Okay, you got to run deep. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm okay with this. Yeah, it'll make this I'm interesting. Okay it'll make me play a lot more games. There's a lot of games I've missed out this year. You know what? Like, it came out, like, sort of came and went. Somerville came out. Yeah. Apparently, it wasn't good. Apparently, it was fine. Yeah. Sort of reminds me of when I was I was really excited for Trek to Yomi, and then the reviews came out, and I yeah. I just never played it. It sucks. Like, so that's the downside I find from doing fantasy critic. It's like because I'm more tuned into the reviews, I see the scores, yeah. and I I know, and I know I shouldn't because seven out of ten is still a good game. It's still a good, it's good game. Not good enough. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just like when there's so many games coming out, you just got to be picky. When you're paying for them with your own money, like we do, exactly, you gotta be picky. Yeah, I'm I'm That's like it. that with like not to dive all, to go divert too much into AFL, but I do a bunch of AFL drafts, and you watch games, and it's like, yeah, 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 my team's losing. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. My captain's playing on the other team. Let's go, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crush us. Um, Find those silver linings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of lines. Oh, that's a good segue. We're going to get into some trailers. A bunch of trailers dropped last week. And when I think a bunch of trailers, every day we got two, maybe three really solid drops for upcoming TV shows and and movies that we're keen on. So we thought not much has happened in gaming this week, except for a certain game, which we'll cover later in the show, Callisto Protocol. Give our thoughts on it. Um, That tone may give away how I feel. Uh, we thought we'll go through a few of the um, of the films and, and TV trailers that, that dropped. So, rewind back to my great segue. Speaking of lines, Cocaine Bear. The trailer oh, for yes. Cocaine Bear dropped uh, last week. Drops February 24. Uh, directed by Elizabeth Banks. Scrubs' mm-hmm. own Elizabeth Banks. Uh, it's a story about a cocaine bear, otherwise known as Pablo Escobar. Uh, who was a based on a real real story? 175 pound, 79 kilogram American black bear that overdosed on coke in 1985. That fell out of a plane. The pilot of the plane also died. Um, but this bear just coked out. Um, fun fact: that bear was when it died, it was taxidermized. I'm assuming that's the word I'm looking for, 
and is currently on display at the Kentucky Fun Mall in Lexington. So if you're in Kentucky yep. near the Fun Mall, drop on in and sniff that bear. I got yep. the cocaine bear. Yeah. What? I, uh, what? <laughs> what? What do you guys think about this whole the the the, 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 the mm. I think it looks like so much fun. Uh, it does, hundred percent. It it's ridiculous. Like poked out bear goes on a rampage. Let's go. Yeah, I love that they've just taken this story of like because like the bear it's, the, the the bear of the true story didn't go on a murderous rampage. It just sort of got fucked up and then I think died like two days later or something like what that. A way to go. Yeah, <laughs> party just hard, fucking, man. Party hard. Yeah. Going, going down. So obviously, it's like taking that idea of this this random story about like a bear that got like high on cocaine that was fell, that fell out of a, a back of a plane, and just being like, let's make like a horror comedy movie out of this. And the tone of the trailer just is like, this is what you're getting. And what what, what we're getting is something that I am very much into. I think it looks hilarious. the The choice of song using White Line Fever is fucking insanely good uh and then having like that build up to that like get higher baby and don't ever come down and then the trailer stops it's like this is great and then the tagline at the end as well which is get in line february yeah. 20th like, yeah, <laughs> i don't see that's great yeah, how does a perfect. bear roll up a 50 dollar note Kyron? really good question hmm. look i'm gonna have to do some research and get back to you um, he, he's, he's he's left fifty he's left fifty dollar notes and off the severed leg of a human being as you can see in the trailer. <laughs> right, yeah. So that's fair enough. And to be fair, as we we saw from Cocaine Bear, like he's not he doesn't why stick to just lines when you can just eat a whole brick of it. Yep. He yep. he he really does Auntie Donna sketch that cocaine pile. He does, he really does. Hasn't he done well? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's oh my god. Like I because I remember hearing about this ages Don't ago. Don't get any on the rim. <laughs> <laughs> I think I follow Elizabeth Banks on Twitter and she was tweeting about it. And I'm like, it's weird. And then I saw that she was directing and I'm like, okay, interesting. And I forgot about it. And then the trailer came out. And I'm like, I need to watch this trailer. And I think it was after we finished recording last week. Kyra. It was, yeah. I was like, oh, I've got to go watch this trailer for Cocaine Bear. And you're like, oh, shit, me too. And man, that was a great thing to watch just before I went to bed. I was like, <laughs> yep, I can go to bed, have a giggle. To myself, I'm so in on this. Every now and then you need a, like, just a dumb, fun movie. You know it's not going to be the start of a, a universe. You don't have to be up to date with the law. You don't need to watch a TV show to understand what's happening. You just need a grizzly bear that's done some, let's face it, some pretty cool drugs, okay? Plain Whoa. coke. <laughs> Sky <Cool>. cocaine. <laughs> Sky cool. cocaine. Party drugs for a Party. reason. Wink, wink, okay? <laughs> wink, wink. Uh... I didn't know a bear could be a lawyer. So I don't know if we got so much <laughs> cocaine. Good for him, though. <laughs> I will say, it's look, I'm, I'm going to say something and I'm going to toe the line of what I can legally say. A former employer of mine, when I went to their Christmas party, I went into the bathroom and it was literally the Auntie Donna sketch. There was just a lot of cocaine. Oh, my God. Maybe they're just, just big like, fans. Like... A lot of cocaine. <laughs> None of them were bears. Um, it's disappointing. Not even in, in, in any sense of the word, like literal bears or like the bear -like stereotype. individuals. Yeah, like actually no. In that case, one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and I, I, I wish I could drop their name right now because they would piss themselves laughing at that. But I'm going to message them after this. Oh boy. 
But I, it reminds me, I was just listening today to um, the latest um, My Brother, My Brother and Me uh, podcast, and they were talking about, Travis was talking about he went to the movies to see something, and um, he, there was like 22 minutes of trailers, and he's like, oh, yeah, cool. And he, there's this trailer, inside, and he started describing it. It's a, it's a new Gerard Butler movie, and Cheers, he's on this, like, trip. plane. Well, you know, he's on this plane, and, like, he gets, like, checked. Like, the, before the plane gets taken off, he gets checked because he's, like, um, he w- went to prison, like, years and years and years and years and years ago for something. And so they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Then they get on the plane, and it flies off. It flies into, like, an electrical storm, and it crashes, and it's him and this other, like, co- uh, yeah, convict, basically, trying to survive and fight their way through this woods. And apparently the movie's name is just plain... It's called Plane. I mean, right. look, I mean, this movie just named Plane. Cocaine Bear. I mean, it's... And that's what I was going to say. Point, like, yeah. it's, it's Cocaine Bear. But I'm like, that gets me more interested than just Plane. I, um, do you want to go say Plane? Sounds pretty say, plain. <laughs> you mean, do you mean the movie Plane or do I want to go see A Plane? Because yeah. my answer will differ depending on what it is. Both. Sounds like a Plane movie. Um, just, uh, sorry, deferring from trailers for a moment as well. Not off topic, but have you guys watched Andor? I've got two episodes to go, but I have watched most okay, of Okay, all right. I, 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 will, I will slow my roll, if you will. It's only because I was going to watch them, but I had God of War Ragnarok, and I was like, I've really got to finish God of War Ragnarok. And now I finish Ragnarok, I can go back and watch those last two episodes. I'm about to start watching it again. It is one of those okay. shows where I, I wasn't feeling it. it too much of a start, but a, after a couple episodes, it really started to I kick into gear. and two false like, starts. Yeah, I had two false starts of the show where I just watched it. I'm like, I can't hear what people are saying. It just seems a bit all over the place, like the politics yeah. of it all. I like the idea that like, no, they weren't going to introduce like Jedi and stuff. They said that from the get go. I think Jedi's and Sith are the most boring part of Star Wars at the moment. I want to know about absolutely the weird little like. I want to know about the rebellion mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, I won't talk about it too much, but if it wasn't for Severance, it would be my show of the year. Oh. Severin's a very good show. It's phenomenal. And Gwendolyn Christie's going to be in season two. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, the cast of Severin season two is insane. I love Gwendolyn Christie. Oh, I didn't look this up. This reminds me I haven't watched Sandman yet. Speaking of sand, the next trailer we have, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, uh, I hate that June, name. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Oh, stupid. It's such a it's bad so name. Stupid. June 30, next year, um, Harrison Ford should be at the premiere. Who knows? He's pretty old. Uh, it's the fifth and final uh, Indiana Jones film. And um, look, Harrison seems pretty happy about it. I love how much he loves being Indiana Jones. He just loves mm-hmm. it. He's he does. He's such a grumpy yeah. man, but he, he loves his hat, doesn't he? A little yeah, he cowboy loves hat. his hat and his whip. <laughs> little John Williams score. Yep. Uh, Are you guys Indiana Jones fans? Like I, mean, I like the trilogy and the, they're the, fun tr- the three movies, which there are only three movies. I like when he slaps the kid. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, 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 he winds up. I I like I like them. Um, Harrison, that wasn't the script. I'm acting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like them because yeah, they are just fun. They are fun adventure movies, and I think without them, I mean, we wouldn't have Uncharted. Really, like Uncharted is basically Uncharted will still exist. I mean, I, I guess that relies on us yeah, not being Tomb Raider. As, as long as Tomb Raider exists. Okay, well, yeah, but I, I mean, though, but uh, you know, you have like this sort of like 
happy-go-lucky, wise-cracking sort of protagonist as well. Lara Croft was pretty... A happy, it, yeah, he's a happy-go-lucky, wise-cracking protagonist with a body count. Yeah. That's when they throw That too. Yep. yep. I, I do yep. love the whole no. thing that I think it, it's the first Indiana Jones with the, the um, Pandora's boxes in it. I love how Ooh. people have broken it down and said, like, if, India was, if Indy wasn't in that film, nothing would have changed. They still open the box like idiots because they're fucking Nazis. <laughs> Okay. It's very true. Classic Nazi yeah. behavior. Fam- really. Famous for being idiots. Okay. Open <laughs> <laughs> up this box like a bunch of chumps. They get their faces knocked no, off in a very open scene. And then, and then in the third one, he meets Hitler. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> he fucking meets Hitler. Comes yeah, this amazing. film was three and a half hours. Okay, James Cameron Avatar two esque time frame of Harrison Jones. I can feel like Harrison Jones is a, fo- a footballer. Harrison Ford. Harrison Jones, Essendon footballer. Thanks for playing. Harrison Ford. I like how none of you guys corrected me on that. Yeah, I'll let it uh, slide. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Just whipping Nazis for three and a half hours. I'd watch that. It's that, a great premise for a movie. That, yeah, <laughs> yep. especially lately. Yep. It's a reason. It's like exactly why, like, even though they were good games in their own right, like the the two the two recent mainline Wolfenstein games were great because it's like, oh, hey man, so good. do you want to shoot some Nazis? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, do you want to yeah. dual wield heavy machine guns and wipe out Nazis? Yeah, yeah. let's just get yeah. wacky with it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Well, speaking yeah, of games, though, do you think we're gonna get an Indiana Jones game Ooh, trailer at the Game Awards? Actually, that would line up pretty damn well. That would, yeah. A machine head, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Speak, yeah, yeah. Like maybe I could see it happening. I could see it getting us just a check-in, like a. I hope Jeff Keeley pulls Harrison Ford up on stage to announce it. He will be so mad. He oh, will fly no. fly his little one seater <laughs> plane into the auditorium. He would, he would hate it so much. And we wouldn't even know if it's on purpose or not because he keeps flying to golf courses and shit. <laughs> he's got he's got Kihei Kwan. Kwan just next to him just to keep him constant and just to like ground him <laughs> just like okay short ends here next to me I need to be, I need to be cool and just waiting for someone to ask him about Star Wars yeah so yeah, we can exactly. just unleash he's got his whip in his hand just in case <laughs> get away from me you nerds but so in the trailer we see um, Mads Mikkelsen and Antonio Banderas as the villains fuck yeah Mads Mads fuck yes. our boy friend of the show love Mads um, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Indy's goddaughter mm, Waller-Bridge <laughs> fucking yes good cast this, this yeah. looks it looks like a good like adventure romp and we don't really get mm-hmm. these sort of films anymore as much as I'm not the biggest Indiana Jones fan yeah I'll, I'll go see this just to see how and they cap been- it off because as we mentioned from the jump, Dial of Destiny is a shit name for a film. Oh, really bad. It's really bad. It, it, it's bad. like Crystal Skull, bad film, doesn't exist. Pretty cool name for the film, though. Cool name. Hey, do you guys yep. want to go see uh, Dodd? Want to see Dodd? I want to see Plane. <laughs> Plane Dodd. Dodd? Indiana Indie Jones Dodd? Indie Dodd. Indie Dodd. Big Dodd. Indie Dodd sounds like a... Like a, a, like a a, an event for indie games. It like, does. Indie Dodd. <laughs> indie Dodd. Welcome to Indie Dodd 2022. Sounds like a background character in a cantina scene in Star Wars. Don't! Harrison will come for us! No, no. Say Star Wars three times to a mirror. I hear a plane. Why can I hear a plane? All right. Oh, God. 
the next one we have is a TV show spin-off of the fantastic show, The Boys, which I got onto really late, but it is one of the best things on TV. Gore yep. everything aside, because I know that's what draws a lot of people in. The story and the commentary, very good. Uh, this is called Gen V. So Gen V explores the lives of uh, hormonal soups who are competing for the top ranking at America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes, which is run by Vought. Um, the school is called Vulcan oh, University. And this looks like Riverdale. I was going to say Riverdale Cross or something else. No, it just looks like the next season of Riverdale because that show got, yeah, Riverdale. That show Riverdale, got wild. It's, it's the boys' version of Skins. Like, that's... That's what's going to be. Instead of lots and lots of drugs, it's lots and lots of beheadings. There's like, going to be it, a that's... very, very, very fun masturbation scene. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. It's going to be very yep. funny. It's oh yeah, I, and I yeah, the boys is so good, especially after season three this year. So you guys are fully and... caught up on the boys? No, Karen's oh, not, dude. I am. Holy it shit! Was something about season three. I will get back to it, but I don't know I just wasn't feeling it. I think it was, I mean, it was at a time when shit was really bleak as it was, and I'm like, I don't... That's fair. I don't need this yeah. in my life right now. When? So, the, yeah, the latest season was season three, right? Yeah. yeah. When it came out, I know it was recorded, you know, last year or whatever. When it dropped, it was so on the nose of what was happening. It's like, ugh, yeah. ugh. But also, it dealt with it in a really good way, and there's some really, really good outcomes for certain things, and really bad outcomes for some characters, which I like. Don't know yep. who I'm talking about. Yep. And it, it, it is it is a scene. Oh, yep. Mm. <laughs> it's a thing that is existing and is going to kick off some bad shit. It, it, it's extremely, oh. extremely, extremely good. Um, but what do you guys think of Gen 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 V? Gen 5, if you will. Gen 5. I, look, I, I again, like, have, like, coming off the back of watching season three of The Boys this year and just loving what it's putting down as, you know, bleak and horrific as it is. Um, I'm interested to see, it still feels like it's going to have that sort of like serious tone to it, but I feel like they could go a little bit more lighthearted is not the word. can't really think of the small word scale. I want to use, but like, yeah, small scale. The boys is like a microcosm of a proper political commentary. They they draw on yeah. real life and they <clears throat> have the characters play out you know different roles in that. I would like this to be more about like the social relationships between superheroes and actually being a like I want it to be more story driven and more character driven than the boys, which is I think is more politically commentary political commentary driven. Um, but at the same time, it looks like they're going to touch on a lot of things like there's a lot of mention of like cancel culture and everything like that in this. So yeah. I hope we don't get too on the nose with like millennial topics um, or what TV shows think are millennial topics. The That's interesting true. thing is, you see a lot of characters from the boys in it. So you see um, Fast Runner. Uh, I forget the names. You see A Train. A Train, sure, if you if you will. Um, you see Redhead Assistant. Madels or something like that, but I don't think that's doing it. better than but I. Yeah. And you see um, memorable characters, guys. Memorable characters. Uh, Nazi stepdad. Stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that it watered down the boys too much by just having a bunch of different spin-offs and shows because we've seen a bunch of franchises, Star Wars. I was gonna say that ballooned out really quickly, and then everything got watered down because of it. Considering there are some some characters from it, do you think 
I mean, I know they're already shooting season four of the boys, but do you think with this, because this is coming out next year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the boys will also come out next year? Or do you yeah, think? Confirmed. Both of them coming out okay. next year, which okay. oh, does boy. warm me a little well, more. I, I definitely cannot watch both of these in one year without, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's going to be, cannot. yeah. I'll have to Just pick one. Watch Gen V, then watch Cocaine Bear, the palate cleanse. Okay. And <laughs> then watch, there you go. watch the boys with on, slightly tingly gums. You're still on brand. It's, um, you know, still slightly on brand. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm excited for this. I, I Just to see what it could be. Um, it could be. Uh, mm, what it could be. He's come to be bloody advertising. The boys. I just want to see it, if, it can, if it's different from the boys, right? That's what I kind yeah. of want to see. Or is it just so more for, of a boys, but with like different, different characters? I mean, from the trailers, it could go either way. It does. It's selling that whole thing of what the boys sort of markets itself on a little bit to get people in the door, which is the fact that it is so gory, grotesque, and gory. And yeah, it's it, like it, the same way like Saw was Saw became torture porn. Yeah, and I'm hoping yeah. it doesn't rely on that too much because I I think the boys at its best when it it is about the the, the politics of it all and the backstabbing. I think that's really well written. The gory stuff is, is funny, there's good shock value, but there are times where they lean it a bit too much and it become it, it, it doesn't hit. Big this trailer showed season... a lot of it. I'm like, I don't care. I, I've seen I blood. Yeah, yeah. Although the, the the girl with, like, the... I think she's the main character with, like, the weird, like, vine hand thing where she, like, lashes out and lops the guy's head off. It's pretty cool. That's cool. My, it's pretty That's cool right. power. I remember season two, there was like every episode, there was one moment where I'd be like, you'd be watching the ep- an episode of season two. You'd be like, it's going to happen in a second now. Any second. Now. Oh, God. Okay, there it is. Right, well, Wait, now yeah. we can get off the episode. You've seen some of season three, though, right? Yeah, I've watched like the first three. like two episodes. Oh, so you've seen Dick Explode, right? I've seen oh, yeah. and that's And that was honestly one of the points where I'm like, do I need to watch this show? I don't know. That could have been, ju- I just didn't need to see that. It's, yeah, <laughs> watch the look- behind the scenes of them making that set. They were really bummed out that they had to give it back. <laughs> give it back to who? I don't know. Mm, I've seen the this behind the scenes. Give I've back. seen the behind the scenes of um, Herogasm. That was very funny. Messy. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was an episode. Actually, I will say the actual Herogasm itself was a little bit more toned down than I expected, but I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that, and I feel like that was sort of like, a brilliant strategy on their behalf because they kind of was like it was almost more shocking that they were slightly restrained with it. And I think it made um, the moments later in that episode, like the other moments of the episode, shine, which is mm-hmm. good. certainly did. But let's move on to a movie that may shine. And I, I almost read that wrong because my eyes are wrong. My eye, my eyes are my eyes, my are, eyes wrong. are wrong. <laughs> I mean, go well. Go well. Tom just said. I'm like, you just looked at the um. Tess, like, your eyes are wrong, mate. Eyes are wrong, mate. Yeah. Transformers Rise of the Beast. I almost said Rise of the Breast. <laughs> Which That's a different a- movie, man. Different movie. Maybe a better film. Um, this Maybe. is a sequel to 20-somethings Bumblebee. So it's not a continuation of 19. whatever the fuck happened with the Transformers franchise. Um, Rise of the Beast being a Beast Wars Transformers film. So we get to see all sorts of animal bu- animal robots. Kyron, animal also, robots, yay or nay? It's so funny. 
Joel was up in up in town, and we were discussing with my with, uh, my housemate, and I was really curious because we've known this movie was coming for a while, and we knew that we were including Beast Wars characters. And the number one question I had is like, okay, do we have small robots or just big animals? And the answer is big animals, big which animals. then begs the question: they're not fooling anyone. <laughs> Terrible robots in disguise. <laughs> Terrible. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Pop that. Like air raises in there. I'm like, you're a you're a giant like eagle or hawk. Like no one's falling for that. Um, Still, it, I I've been Bumblebee was fun, so I'm actually pretty excited for this. Bumblebee was yeah. a delight. Bumblebee was lots of fun. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, mainly because Bumblebee was in his accurate proper form as a Volkswagen Beetle. Until And then yeah. until the last 30 seconds of the movie and they fucking until undid Martin it all. I was like thick, awesome. Um on that note though, in this trailer, we get Prime, which we do see at the end of Bumblebee. We get uh Prime in his G1 It looks like good. It's, 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 Mm, and the, Honestly, the, like the face mask comes up, like I fucking know. come on, look, come on. One of my favorite parts of Bumblebee is the entire G one sequence. I was just like yeah, watching true. it like this, being like, "That's the movie I want." Five look at Soundwave, and it's, oh, they're all here. And then I look at the Bayformers, I'm like, "What the fuck went wrong here?" Huh? Bayformers. I feel like well, I think this is the bug we about the Transformers films. So what they mess up in, in Bayformers, I'm going to be using that term because I love it. As soon as I heard, it, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Bayformers. <laughs> when you watch the, when I watched the first one, I think it was at the peak where people were just like amazed by CGI. So seeing the Transformers of, transform was was pretty cool. But Crazy as we got subsequent films, you start to think about the like the logic behind it, and you'd see like uh, a, a tire shrink. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And then they just pissed it all away, and they're like nanobots. It's just they're just liquid. It's easier to animate this way. Uh, Excuse same, me. Same mistake. It had a it had a name. What was its name? It was Transformium. That's fucking was too. Karen, oh, I know they're saying don't shoot the messenger, but fuck you. <laughs> Why did you? You have pushed out my my bank Shit. pin number out of my brain. Okay? <laughs> 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 you know the worst thing that was in like I didn't see the I didn't see the last one, which is the last night. The one before that, that had like Grimlock and all that in it. That was the one. I, that was the one that Transforming was in. And that movie was just a series of disappointments between that, their butchering of Galvatron and Grimlock himself. And I think that's the one that, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Kelsey Grammer was in. Oh, I didn't see that <laughs> I one. I saw a, a, a snippet oh, going around on social media at the moment of Kelsey Grammer in an interview. Wait, the, about the dog? <laughs> so the dog from Frasier, he genuinely <laughs> hated when people called it an actor. Yeah. It's not an actor. The dog, <laughs> and apparently, like, there's a bunch of supporting stories about it. Where he, there was, oh, was one man. time where he apparently slammed his hand on the table because somebody said he's a, the dog's a good little actor. Slammed his hand on the table, knocked food off the table, and yelled at people. That man oh, is, is grotesque. <laughs> good lord. Okay. Oh, good lord. He is beast in film and out. I like that Kelsey Grammer is just Frasier. <laughs> he really is. I. I think the last Transformers movie I saw was the one that had Devastator in it. Fucking giant robot. I was like, I'm out. Robot balls. Um, <laughs> Dunzo. This that, is... was the se- that was the second one, Joel. Surely you saw I Dark know. of the Moon with like I'm Shockwave most... and all that. 
I think I did. I what, if, if you saw it with me, like I think I went with um, a few of us, and like there were points where we just laughed at the at the screen. Like when Starscream died, I laughed. Oh, that's right. No, I didn't see the third one. Like I, I genuinely quite enjoyed the first one for what it was. The first, I think, okay. It's it's a fun Fine. movie. Like I the like there are Transformers in it. But, Barricade. Yeah. I mean, they kill Barricade, mm. and then inexplicably Barricade is also just back in the other movies, and they never explain it. I'm like, all right, whatever. I yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I, it's also set in the '90s as well, which I think part of the 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 charm of I think of Bumblebee was setting it in the '80s as well, and having sort of that that backdrop for it was kind of a fun prospect. And I think they sort of um did a fairly good job with with playing around with that. Um, so yeah, seeing it, that, that it's going to be sort of set in the nineties is, is pretty exciting as well. But, Good cast yeah, as I'm, well. Um, mm. Michelle Yeoh, Pete Davidson, Peter Dinklage, yeah. John DiMaggio. Yes. I mean, hells yeah. Bender. Yeah. The cast is good. The characters look good. I want my boy, my, my purple T-Rex Megatron, but I, I don't know. It'll be final trailer, if any. If he's if in it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're saving him. If he's going to be in it, he almost because if I think they're setting up. Oh, what's his name? It's um, Scourge. Scourge, is a, yeah, who will be played by Peter. He's a big bad in this one, and he's a Terracon, right? There is so far no Predacons, and they might keep it that way. I think they've confirmed that Predacons will be in it. So it's a maximum okay, of Predacons. Hope. It, it's it's happening. Whatever. Cannot wait to like see. Cannot wait to see. Um, giant robot spider. Yeah. I mean, it's it, yeah. it's gonna happen, Kyron. I feel I feel it's gonna happen, whether it's actually in the movie or if it's a post credit scene. I, I feel like it. It feels like set up a good a good set of post credits, right? You can tell a good story if you if you like look at the Dinobot story from Beast Wars. Shout out to Dinobot from Beast Wars, by the way. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Dinobot. Friend of the show. All right, let's move on to something we know will be good. And look, we probably actually won't think about it too much because we've spoken about it in the past and I'm toying with the idea, do we do a podcast review on it? Week, a weekly one when it comes out? We'll discuss it off air. The Last of Us, HBO's Last of Us, coming out January 16. Um, Brazil Comic Con, they aired the newest trailer and we got a... This is our best trailer we've seen. We got a proper look at Pedro Pascal as Joel and Bella Ramsey as Ellie. So a bunch of the other characters, we saw some clickers, we saw a, we heard a bunch of lines from, from the game that twisted a knife in me, and then we heard Take On Me, and I was that, a mess. Yeah, so that's the thing I'm really intrigued by, the fact that they've specifically used that song at that tempo, which is almost exactly the same. Well, you have to remember that Neil Druckmann is involved, so... I, just, I, just, I think this, is, this isn't anything more than a nod okay. to people who I, know. That's the way I'm, I'm seeing it. They've said this, this is going to be a limited run. I mean, fuck. I, I, would, I would love a Last of Us 2 show as well because Last of Us 2. Oh, f- I reckon I they'll do it. Like, it's going to be interesting, though, how much they condense in the story because from what we've seen of the trailers, and this could be completely on purpose, we have seen a lot from the start of the story. We've also we also see a little bit of stuff that's not in the game. So you see Ashley Johnson, who voices Ellie in the games, as Ellie's mother in the show. We never had any of that in the games. So you don't know about Ellie's upbringing aside from the stories she tells in the main game and in Left Behind. Speaking of Left Behind, you also see a lot of Left Behind. That will they be flashbacks? Be- I'm I'm hoping what happens is, and I think I may have said this in the podcast before. Every episode. Starts with a little bit of Left Behind, 
and the last mm. episode look spoiling left behind the last of us i'm sorry the last episode starts with her realizing she's immune and ends with the survivor's guilt oh so kind of like have you probably a weak comparison to make have you guys read um uh watchmen no, uh, a long time ago. Yes. Do you remember the whole thing about the 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 pirate? There was oh, a, that the, weird story going on in the background, not in the background, the, the, but the like, comic like, with yeah. the comic within the comic. Yeah, and yeah. it was sort of it reflected what was happening yep. just on a different scale. Mm-hmm. I wanted to almost be like okay. that. It's just a little thing that kind of sets the tone for each episode. Mm. I think that could be really that would really be cool, really cool, and would hurt. Uh, you could because you could even interweave that with Joel's flashbacks as well. I think so we're going to get some like. Same point. Oh. I think we're going to get some like pre-infection day stuff too, as well. I think from like from looking at stuff from the first trailer and even a little bit of this one, not so much this one, but like I think there might be some pre-infection day stuff. Maybe I'm thinking more to do with Bill, but I'd say I if, I definitely saw a couple of shots with um, Nick Offerman and Bill. I was like, I don't remember that in the game. Well, yeah. so so Nick Offman's, um, uh, sorry, Bill. So you know, in the game, Bill's partner leaves and, and dies. Yeah. In this, they're alive, but I imagine they will die. That would yeah, be the thing that yeah. There. I just had a, a bit of a moment. So this is made by Craig Mazin, directed by Craig Mazin, who did Chernobyl. Have you guys seen Chernobyl? Hell yes, I've seen. Chernobyl. I, I just clicked no. on something. He must be a Last of Us fan before he, they got the rights to this. One of the coolest things in Chernobyl, I think, is a beautiful tone set piece. Sorry, tone setter, it's not a set piece. Is the initial explosion of Chernobyl is seen through a window and just a small little pop in the distance. So it's meant to yeah. be like it's something so unassuming from where they are is gonna change everyone, change the world. Yeah. I realize in Last of Us, when you go into Joel's room at the start of the game, when you're his daughter, you see the ex- explosions right in the yeah. distance at your window. window. I just realized yeah. how much that reflects just came into my head. That's cool. Uh, the the sets in this game, like the landscapes and oh, perfect centimeter, perfect. Like from what we've seen of that opening sequence of like like infection day, and that like escape sequence, like the first what, half hour or so, twenty minutes of of the game, the stuff we've seen of that in the trailers looks note perfect. Mm. Like it's Which insane I don't want it to how. Be. I want them to be changed. I'm I, like, no, his daughter lived. <laughs> she was sent to space. Um, <laughs> she went back to her home planet. People need me. <laughs> there's a lot of this show that I'm, yeah, but I'm, because I mean, I, this was the trailer that really sold me on this show, but I do kind of agree with that intro stuff because I don't see any way, I'm sure it'd be great that showing that, that the, the, the collapse pretty much, but it could, it will never come close to playing it. Like no. playing that no. sequence. Like, nothing could match that. Like, nothing will come close to it, honestly. Utter perfection of that scene. I, I Yeah. I, I've, again, I've said this before, but I remember I I was playing Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite at the same time. Like, Ooh. just going between them. And, like, I would have the heartbreak of that interest. So I'd go play some Bioshock and I had the heartbreak. I finished them both on the same day. And the oh. mindfuckery of Infinite and this the, the knife oh. twist in Last of Us ruined me. And now I'm the person I am today. Yep. That was my fourth mode. Like- I, I think I've said this before on, on, on shows before as well, but I, I would love I would love for that intro sequence to be all from inside the car like the game is. 
but it's just so. Have, have you seen Children of Men? Like no. But I know oh, it okay. takes in the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Children of Men. Like there's these longs. There's this one particular sequence. It is like one shot in a forest. Um, in from the inside of a car, and it basically just turns around, and it's this action set piece that happens all from within the car, and it's fucking incredible. I would love, I would like love something like that, like one, like a really cool one shot. But the, all, yeah. at the same time, it's just I don't want it to be too much because there's so much more story. Like to cut this down to ten Very episodes bad. and to introduce a at. bunch of parts, like the whole thing with the. The faction that attacks you in the city, whatever city it is. Oh my god! <laughs> with the guys of the big truck from the game. Yeah, one of the best parts of that entire. That has been game. fleshed out. Like they have a leader now, and there's a reason behind them. So then the brothers that you meet, um, which oh, their storyline. Mm, this game oh. and show. Yep. They're they are part of a, of a resistance. Uh, so they are. Fleshing out characters, which I really like. I know I've seen people complain, like, why isn't the story the same as the one it played? It's because it's the one you've played. You already played it. Like, you already know it. Tell me a slightly hey. different story. Give me yep. the, the regional, the, like Pokemon, give me the regional variant. <laughs> okay? Well, I think you need to sort of, especially doing a TV show version, you sort of need to flesh out these other characters because you're not mm. the person with a controller just killing everyone. So it... And you when have- you're in that position, you don't have to worry about much about it. But when you're telling the story to a new an audience that's not sitting there playing the game, I, I don't know. I feel I feel like fleshing this stuff have, out helps. You also have the ability to follow those characters independently without having yeah. to have your protagonist that you're playing as like directly involved. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to be able to flesh those characters as well. I'm I'm so excited for this. I'm it's so crazy really to say excited. that it's out next month now. Never understand mm. it. Oh my next god! Month. I forgot how it's coming out. That's that's crazy. Early birthday, pre- early birthday present binge. for me. Yeah, oh, yeah, binge is doing just enough to keep me on board. And they did that really Those annoying bastards. thing of like, "Has the dragon finished?" Okay, we've got Last of Us. Okay, I'll keep it subscribed for a few months in between. Fine. Watch that hey, to be fair, I watched, the, hey, I watched the Big Lebowski on the weekend. Don't binge. Hey. Um, speaking of heartbreak, guys, I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be a tearjerker. We finally got the trailer for this. He's, We've known this is going to be the final Guardians with this group, at least. When I go to the candy bar to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I'm not going to get any like salt on my popcorn because my salty tears my are going to do that work for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be... I just have a puddle. Okay, these films. Um, actually, wait. Sorry, slight detour here. I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special on the weekend. Ah, oh, I love it. Fun, fun. So I really liked it. I loved it. <laughs> it. Builds up on the story a little bit, fleshes them out. It, was- it gives Mantis and Drax time to shine, which is good because the films don't yes. use them properly. I reckon. Yes. I really appreciate Batista's um take on Drax. Drax is a very very cool character. I I completely mm. agree. <laughs> even, yep. even in this. In this trailer, like, there's a scene where he kicks... He throws, like, a, a, a ball into a oh girl's God, face. Just... If any other character did that, you'd be like, oh, God, that's... that's that's What is this? It's like, this is that edgy family guy humor that I've heard about. Yeah. But it delivers. It's, it's funny because he's... And he's, he's on board with it. It's backed <laughs> up immediately by Peter Quill getting hit in the face with a rock. And then him laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> in the face himself. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. Seeing Chris Pratt get hit with things. 
which is something we'll, yep. t- we'll go quality. into the next trailer as well. It's quality. Yep. It's good yep. times. Hollywood yep. knows what we want. So in this trailer, we see a bunch of things, but I think the most uh, noteworthy is this is clearly going to be a rocket film. Um, I think the word going around for a while was this, gonna, this movie was going to deal with his origins, which we've heard before are tragic in the film. He t- t- talks about how how many times he was ripped apart and put back together and how much he lost of himself doing that. There is I a cut who? between a raccoon and then Rocket, and you, you, we're going to see him get tortured. Also, but it also looks like sh- he has sh- friends. Shout out to Lila. Little Otter? That's what, that's what Otter is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's his. Oh, that's his Jesus Christ. Partner, who it was mentioned. Like, I mean, she's from the comics as well. And yeah. I'm pretty sure she's in, she's in the game as well, I think. She was in the Telltale one. She's in the Telltale I've, one? I've really I feel like she was in... Was she now? Maybe she was in both of them. I thought she was in. I feel like she's in like a flashback sequence. Got it. Of of the the crystal dynamics. Crystal dynamics one. Yeah. Maybe in that. Um, it was Artist Montreal. Artist Montreal. Thank you. Um, yeah. Same so, thing. Uh, but it was also mentioned in like the the um, introduction, like the police lineup in the first movie. It's it it lists like companions Groot and Lila as oh. his two companions. Uh, on the like the rundown of information on the side of the screen, yeah. Oh, so okay. it, it's going to break I've, our hearts. It's going to okay, break our hearts okay. into a thousand times. Is Rocket dying? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. It seems too obvious. It seems really too way obvious. too obvious to be. It, look, I think. I he, think look, it seems unless obvious. that's the one that James Gunn is willing to give us. I because think I feel it like feels obvious, but an obvious death in the film is. I think one of the issues we've had with a lot of films and TV shows and and, and beloved characters of recent memory is that that temptation to subvert expectations and when you subvert expectations yeah. you also get rid of a lot of build-up i think they've been building yeah, up the rocket because- <laughs> yep that's exactly what i was thinking oh, about sorry about that i um, don't know what happened there but you there's a build-up rocket's character has changed he was very selfish number one and then he started to become more of a team player and then he, even in this one he's like let's all let's all stick together let's go out one last time let's get it done like yeah, I, I, I'm I, done running. It's like, so good. Yeah. How has Bradley Cooper embodied this little rat boy with a gun and made us it all? He's got a home in our hearts. I think Look, you, at the end of this trailer, you see Peter Quill and Groot with multiple arms shooting everyone. Angry, like they're mad. And you, I don't yeah. think I've seen and, them mad in a film. And. Groot says we are Groot as well. Oh, yeah. of, I am Groot. So good. And it's... then you also get that part where you see Peter genuinely like grief stricken over what looks like in a, like a hospital room or something like that. Yeah, it so... looks like it's over an operating And table Mantis or is there as yeah, well. Mantis, like, sort yeah. of Mantis later on. Oh, Mantis would have a even... shocker if something like that happened. She'd be feeling mm-hmm. everyone sad. Yeah, enough. and that's it. That, like her face looks like she is going through fucking yeah. hell. Um, and amongst all of this, we've got to remember we also have the Gamora, Gamora plot thread. And, and the, Adam the high, Warlock high evolutionary. You got the I, Adam Warlock. Who's okay. been, I, I thought it was going to be one of the plot points they just dropped because, look, the, the the Marvel graveyard of drop plots is is pretty big. I thought Adam Warlock was going to be in there, but they brought nah, him back. I, Will, Will, Will I re- they really want Adam Warlock in the MCU? I think. <laughs> yeah, I I watched I rewatched Guardians two on the weekend actually, and because um, my son wanted to watch something with Groot in it, I'm like, let's watch the start of Guardians two because it's I love it's, that sequence. It's incredible. <laughs> And then I was like, "Oh, baby, girl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking leave this movie on." Hey, that big octopus thing comes back. It does. Yep, yeah. that's back as well. Um, I've watched so many 
fucking like breakdowns and things of these trailer of this trailer because I uh, the Guardians are my favorite. Like they are. I love. I remember when Guardians of the Galaxy got announced, and I was sort of like, you know, riding that Avengers wave of like, you know, I I, I love these Marvel movies. And they announced that this series is coming that's going to have, like, a character called Rocket Raccoon, a talking tree that just says his name over and over again. And I'm Chris like, Pratt. And you're like, Chris Pratt's fantastic. Parks and Rec, he's exactly. a fantastic guy. And, and that exactly. tree, so the tree that says that one line over and over is voiced by Vin Diesel. Mm. <laughs> and the rock, right. the raccoon's going to be Bradley Cooper. It's Cooper, like, yeah, like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm fucking and you're like, and I I'm getting... sorry, Avatar Zoe Saldana? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I remember being so excited for it, and then when that trailer came out, and then when that movie came out, I saw that movie. I want to say about five times at the cinemas because I fucking adored that I, movie. I mean, like, Guardians One was also the movie so where I think a lot of people realize that man, the MCU can kind of do anything at this point because I had never even I think really heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, after I saw the first movie, I was just like, I, I fucking think that love was- this chosen family theme. Let's go. I- I think it was the point that Marvel realized. That yeah, an issue true. With the MCU as well, because they were like, "We're going to give this to a d- not an unknown director, but like, a, like a, a director who wasn't at like a high profile. There was no Kenneth Branagh's or any or or Johnson's Chamber or of like Secrets. That. Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> yeah, right. Shots uh, fired. How's he doing? How's uh how's Death on the Nile? Um. Uh. Yeah, enemy of the show, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, enemy of the show. Well, fuck you, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like giving it to someone like James Gunn, and then now we can see that trend of like that's that's followed on of. And James Gunn's had a pretty got, good it, career. He's had a, he got a promotion recently. Mm-hmm. It'd be yeah, funny like, if, he, if the end of this movie he tanks it, he ruins the MCU, and he ditches off to DC. It's like I killed them all. At the end, it's just going to say, "Oh, Earth, Earth exploded as well. <laughs> They're all dead." Start again. Also, I can't- I can't wait to see what more things he's going to make canon in the MCU because he just loves making things canon because oh. they've given him the power to do so and it's that, so great. I, one of my favourite tweet exchanges I saw over the weekend was about a thing, the, the payoff that happens in the holiday special about a, mm-hmm. a, a gift that Rocket gets. Certainly. And someone just being like really mad at James Gunn for making it canon. He's like, sorry. Bye. It's canon now. Good new job. Yep. Bye. I'm going to say yep. something really unpopular here. I like, I really like Guardians of the Galaxy films. I think they're one of the weakest uh, sets of films in in Marvel in the Marvel universe. The reason why none of the films—I mean, look, there's only two, two and a half, yeah. if you will. Yeah. None of them are bad, but none of them are a Winter Soldier great. None of them are Ragnarok great. I think it's sort of. De- I man, I know. I really like that first Guardians movie. That's one of my yeah, favorite. I, was, I do like I the was, I yeah. like the dance off. I think that felt, that felt I weird. No, nah, I love it. It was. It nah, was it's so perfect. I think it's, and again, yeah, I is. love. Plus, they've I'm never had a good, on that. Guardians have never had a good villain. Most of the MCU hasn't had a good villain. Really, I'm sorry. Like, um, the flag smashes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh shit. <laughs> the guy named after a snake in, in Luke Cage. Why am I going after the TV shows? Um, the government, huh? Oh, Nazis. Everyone's favorite the enemy bad. of the show. God, that's that, yeah, that got me. Um, no, I know. I see. I can forgive all of that just because I, I don't know. I just love 
the Guardians and just like yeah, like I said, as as I'm sure Joel will say, just that chosen family stuff is just like I'm a mm-hmm. sucker for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's just a, it's bun- so a bunch of oddballs who just end up to get they're falling together and stick together and then bond and, and like fuck shoot it straight into directly well, into my veins to shoot me up. And I I can't wait to get another perfectly curated playlist of songs yep. from James, James Gunn will give us some more well. music to Yeah, that's the other thing that's I'm excited for. Pretty, pretty killer. Yeah. Speaking of things that are pretty fucking killer and unfortunately involve Chris Pratt. The Mario film, the more we see of it, the better it gets. We got a, a proper, I'm not going to say a proper trailer here because we get to hear all the characters. We heard Luigi, Chris, Charlie Day's Luigi, Jack Black as uh, as Bowser. Also, if you, if you guys haven't, check out that, that uh, clip of Jack Black going around of him singing. Um, uh, please tweet it. Yeah. What, was, what song was it, sorry? Uh, uh, Wicked Game. Wicked like, Game. That. Oh, chills, that man. I'm going to watch uh, after the show. I saw you tweeted out. I haven't watched it yet. Though. And also a, uh, I'll say it, deeply confusing to me in ways, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Definitely she, a working, hey, man. Definitely a working Peach something. Turned her into a gamer. Turned her into a gamer, she said. Oh, I mean, she, did, she wasn't a chess. The original <laughs> video game. She's Star, she's star uh, of the yeah. upcoming Furiosa film. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm a big fan of her and her her weird eyes. Love them, love them. Yep. What do you recommend checking out last night in Soho? I, I need to watch that too. Yeah. What do you guys think of the Mario trailer, the new one? I think it looks so good. It looks phenomenal. <laughs> it looks so fucking good. Right. It's it is literally. Like, I think Vuk's put it best on Twitter. He posted that uh, that picture of Leo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the pointing one. And he's like, any Nintendo fan watching this trailer, and it, it, it's have, just like, uh, oh my god, Smash Bros. Funky Kong is in there, and I'm here. Funky Kong's it. in it. Yes. We got Rainbow Road, Swanky Mario Kong. Kart. The, just the fact that they're like, no, we're gonna put stuff from the 2D games in here. <sighs> How have you done that, and why does it work so well? I put love it, like, it. We saw the first trailer, it- and it was yeah. fine until Ma- until Mario goes, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. You mean- you mean Linda Belcher from Linda both Belcher, yes. yes. We did this get a Let's Go and a Wahoo. This film, <laughs> this trailer, sorry, is so good, and the other voice actors are so perfect that even Chris Pratt sounded pretty good in this. <laughs> he they they've lifted him, and yes, they he gave like a really like Wahoo. It is me, Christopher Pratt. I don't know why he sounds like that. Yes, head. and it, I'm like, all right, sick, go Mario. Charlie Day's scream, like He's Charlie Day's Luigi, so good as Luigi. I really want one of the posters of Luigi, like the movie poster of Luigi with all the Luigi's Mansion stuff. Yeah. Now, yes, they mention well, Peach mentions. Oh, also that part where Peach swings around the halberd. Whoa, so cool! So good. I'm glad. I am so glad we're going. We're not. We're not doing damsel Peach, right? We're doing like badass Peach. Well, badass this is Peach. The thing. It looks like it's. A, we're doing. The classic Mario of like we're not uh, well, not classic Mario but like more modern Mario in some way of um we're not rescuing Peach we're rescuing the Luigi kingdom. like or, or the kingdom as well but like Luigi is in trouble like, finding Luigi is definitely a plot point but I don't Luigi's, think it's going to be a long Luigi's running. Luigi's not there the in the, the the Mario Kart part which also the the Mad Max fucking, part <laughs> the Mad Max part blew my fucking mind so how fun. I was like I did not expect them to do Mario Kart in this. So many cons. Also, one of my favorite things is dumb shit conservatives. If you're one of them, turn the fucking podcast off. Fuck off. Um, one of a bunch of them on social media was like, "Oh, 
LGBT with their rainbows. It's like, what are you talking about? Played a Mario Kart. <laughs> they have it. They have the just anyway. Conservatives, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and me of a show. <laughs> there's there's a little thing that Peach says, and she talks about saving the galaxy. Do we think we are going to see flashes? Kind of like Multiverse of Madness when they're going through the portals and you see all the different dimensions. Are we going to see little bits of other games? Now, best case scenario, maybe. But we have to also keep in mind it could be Rosalina stuff. I'm cool with that. Me too, me too. I would love to see flashes of other games. I would love for them to launch more Nintendo movies off that. I want of this. this to be the start of the, the Smash Bros. Yeah. CU. Yes. The SBCU. Yes. But I yes. want this movie to end with a trailer for the Metal Gear film. Oh my god. Oh god. Just a fucking codec call. So uh, oh good. man. It'd be so Kept good. you waiting, huh? But like god, I'll fucking oh, explode. Oh, <laughs> just, I will just explode. Like, just get weird with it. Everyone likes a, a stupid um like Alright, if they did that and they, you know, they're, they're kinda of like tumbling through dimension scene, you see little flashes and everything. I would love something from Detective Pikachu. I rewatched Detective Pikachu on the weekend and I'm shocked number Maybe. two isn't in development. I'm shocked we're up to the third film by now because that film is fantastic. Yeah. It's so I, good. It's a fun movie. The I second game movie. is still coming as well, but that, that's been radio silent for years at this point. Yeah, it's odd. Odd at best. I, Speaking of odd at best, let's move on to... Um, I've got no cool way to bring it. Callisto Protocol, oh, it's a mess. <laughs> but before I get into me bitching about it, because look, I haven't played that much of it. It just hasn't clicked from the get. It it pushed me back immediately, and I'm not gelling with it at all. Kyron, you've managed to get further into it. What are your What are your thoughts on Callisto Protocol? So I was the same at the gate. Um, and like, it's, it's impossible to avoid this discussion. It's sort of been everywhere on Twitter and it has risen up to a really annoying sort of division in people who play this game that I'm not a fan of. And it's a whole like skill issues side of the discussion where it's like, no, you're just not good at the game. I'm like, well, well, hang on. Like when I'm playing this game. So, okay. So the first thing we should cover, right? This leading up to this game, a lot of people had expectations because it was being spearheaded by the Dead Space guy. And we were all like, oh, shit, here's a new Dead Space. But one of the things you have to learn very very early on in this game is this is not Dead Space. This is not a Dead Space game. You can't play this like Dead Space. You can stomp. You can still stomp. That's fine. But um, it this is much Space, more about... New Dead Space. It is very much a studio's first game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's why I'm trying not to be too harsh on it, because... Sure that they have like they launched this game into the you know the world off the appeal of Dead Space, and then people are playing it and learning it's not quite that. Um, but the reason why it sticks to me is because so the combat is very heavily melee based, um, specifically dodging, and the dodge is one, one of the most infuriating things I've ever had to interact with in a fucking game, so especially. When it starts throwing more than two enemies at you, and it does, it starts throwing like four at you, and you're just like, how do I dodge all of you and not get hit? The dodge mechanic makes no functional sense. Especially yeah, in a year a where we've played... Us. In the year of our Lord and Saviour, Elden Ring, 
when people have, like me, absolute scrubs, plebs, their grime at the bottom of the barrel, have learned to duck, dodge, dive, and dodge, okay? This game has just been like... When a character attacks you, rather than timing a button press to dodge, which would be the norm, you push, you flick the analog stick to a side, okay? And then your next dodge, you need to alternate left and right which way you dodge. But... People may know the left stick also moves your character. It does. So when you do that, sometimes it inputs it as a dodge. Sometimes it inputs it as a sidestep, which you may want to do. It just makes it up and says, this is what you're going to do. Especially because you want the sidestep if there's one of the spitty guys near you. But I've had a spitty guy spitting at me. So I'm like, cool, I would love to sidestep you. But this guy in front of me is swinging at me and he is going to hit me. And then there's a block which doesn't work. Most of the time, that's when you, you lean back on the stick. Sometimes you just, More often than not, you just step backwards and you still get hit. The characters... Sorry, the enemies. Enemy designs, really cool. I actually really, really dig the enemy They're design. They're really gross. It, like, it's they very much all in on it. the thing inspired. A lot of body horror. Mm. Um, but when they fight you, it's an annoying thing that games used to do back in the day. You have None of your attacks are really like an area of effect. You can't just swing your baton and hit three or four enemies, which is annoying. And it means that the enemies fight you one at a time, and it's that thing where they fight you, they engage with you one-on-one, and the others stand back. But then the moment your little sequence of, of, of you hitting them three times as you bat and is done, they punch you in the back. And suddenly you're engaged yeah. with them directly. And then so, they want to stand back. And it's like, what? This doesn't... This is breaking up this cool atmosphere you set up. It just feels frustrating. The- the cheapest trick it does, and it, it happens... I haven't had it happening as much in the second half. I don't know. I doubt it's been patched. Or if it just their encounter design changes in the second half of the game. But early on, in some of those early encounters, the fact that it breaks its own combat by making it so focused on, like, okay, 1v1, this guy is your enemy. Focus on him. Like, dodge, dodge, hit. And then a guy will just grab you from behind. And you're like, okay, I guess I've got a mash triangle now to get out of his grip. I don't know. It just... And it happens a lot in the early parts of the game. It just... It pissed me off so much that I just went into the accessibility menu and turned on auto-dodge. As soon as you told me you could do that, I've done it, and it doesn't always work. <laughs> it's really it's, frustrating me now. It, like, it, it, it doesn't make you automatically dodge. It just means that, like, as long as you're holding the stick left or right, you should dodge, and you don't have to worry about, like, changing directions, which was all I really needed, because that was a disaster to I, try and do. I admire the fact that they've gone for something different. So in a survival yeah, horror game, we haven't absolutely. really had a dodge mechanic like this. It's interesting. But they... It, it feels like what they haven't taken into consideration is if you change an element like dodge in a game, there's going to be a ripple effect and other things need to also then get changed. So kind of like you said, if you're going to make it dodge-based and really one-on-one melee-based, you can't have a character just come out of nowhere and like exactly. punch in the back of the head. It's just cheap. And yeah. If you had a normal, if you had like a roll to dodge button, yeah, you could, 100% you could. If you had yeah. the mechanics we're used to in a game like this or in, in games in general... That works, but you've tried something different. You need to realize it's going to be a ripple, and you need to tweak a few different things. Yeah. And it it starts introducing these concepts and just de- like almost instantly contradicting them, and, and then, the frustration it gives you. Like, I'm the the world. You, of this game, I'm not even that far into it. Out of my mouth when I played this game at certain points. Like there was a point I did a, a really annoying Canada of a night. I think I died a couple of times, but it was like 9.30. And I was just like, I'm done with games for tonight. I'm just 
that for some reason is just like that's it. I cannot. T- I cannot take this anymore tonight. I'm walking away. I have. I'm. I will, I will be playing it, and I will think to myself, this game. This game, Callisto Protocol, is broken. I'm going to play Pokemon Scarlet. <laughs> when that's the alternative I'm choosing, you done messed up. It's annoying because I don't. I don't mind the characters. Um, whenever is really good. I, I, I'm pretty great. early on the, in the game, so I've got this like this like English guy who's helping me over the, over the comms that come through you control. Oh, mate, I love. Elias, and I'm, I, whenever he says "bruv," I think of Raul Coley. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I love that. Um, <laughs> took me a while to realize it was Josh Dumal playing uh, Joey Prisoner. I don't know what his real name is. Um, Jacob, Joey Prisoner. I Jacob, but Joey Prisoner is I mean, way better. The fact that I got the Jacob J right Prisoner, is pretty yeah. good. Jacob Prisoner. Jacob um, Prisoner, yeah. The atmosphere is really cool. Like I said, the character design is cool. I'm intrigued by the storyline, but I have no drive to go room to room waiting for combat that is going to frustrate me and the 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 lack of respect for a player's time in a few mechanics so when you want to create ammo or upgrade your weapon you need to find these 3d printers okay cool futuristic crazy there's a big thing i'm gonna be i'm ready to unleash on about this game in a second so long and then when you want to heal you like okay look I'm not the bravest guy in the world, shock horror. If I was in a situation where some sort of four-mouthed devil held prison monster is chasing me down a hallway and I need to heal myself with some sort of like a little healing gun, I would just jam it in my neck, keep on running, okay? But instead, your character, Josh Dumal, if you will, takes a knee, looks at it like he's never seen it before. Takes a knee. Takes a knee, puts it in his neck, Delicious. Then like, gets up. slowly injects it so you watch the health increase. And by the way, you've got to remember, this is all happening in real time. So I've had moments where I'm doing that and I'm watching an enemy shamble towards me like, fucking come on, hurry up. And there's no, like, there's, there's skill Why? trees in the game, but there's no skill to, like, sp- yeah. speed your shit up faster. And you can get knocked out of that animation as well. You can get knocked out of your heal animation. It, it, and, and again, I, a lot of these things are fine. I get it. It makes It does make the survival part of the survival horror interesting sometimes except when it's frustrating and the game has it i its checkpoints are so bad oh my when i when i actually read the text for like saving my game and i read the actual because you can you, it has checkpoints and you can do manual saves when i read the text on the manual saves being like by the way this will not override your roast your most recent checkpoint so i was just like why am i saving my game oh. so basically what that means is and again, I just did, I did a really big fight last night where it was like four ways of enemies and a boss. Before I went into that fight, I was like, cool, I've got some resources. I want to do some upgrades. I'll do that. Blah, 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 blah. Put a bunch of upgrades in my guns and my baton and all that, whatever. Go into a fight. I die. I'm like, all right. Load checkpoint. It's like, cool, here you go. And I'm like, you haven't saved any of my upgrades. I have to go and do that. Every time, and I was just like, you know what? It Options, so difficulty, much. easy. I'm just getting past this fight. I'm not dealing with this That's shit. That's what I did last night. I turned the, I turned the auto dodge on. I turned it to easy. I'm just going to like, yeah. I, I, I do Market. want, I'm curious about the story, see where it goes. Yeah. I think the game deserves a sequel. Yes. Because they, they can improve on some of these issues. Yeah, you got something really interesting here. But I, 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 I need it to A, I need to step out of Dead Space's shadow. 
exactly become its own thing and i think they've tried to with some mechanics like we said but then they've leaned into what is like, known what is safe and it doesn't meld yeah. with the braver choices that develop, de- development and, teams made and it's it, you know it's grim when it, when you get your grip glove like your little stasis like telekinesis your, your glove. jesse faden thing and you and you get that and you're like oh I don't have to punch. I don't have to dodge enemies anymore. I'm just going to stand in a corner and grab him and put him into like the various drills and gears, and that's how I'm going to do the combat. And that just sucks. Honestly, it's not. It's not fun for that to be the solution to avoiding the combat. It's just to stand in a corner and just throw people into like grinders and stuff. It just. I wish you sucks. became more badass, where you could get them in close and then shoot them in the head or something like that. Like, yeah. we've had you can telekinesis powers in yeah. what. Um, You've seen I've seen some videos of people with like fast hands, like fighting game comboing these enemies into the ground. I'm just like, I don't know how you're doing that because I've tried and I've done some okay ones where I like drag him in, slam him in the ground, like weapon like cave this going, but just like juggling him and like swapping guns and smacking him. I'm like, how are you doing this? I'm not that great it as well, and I'm finding like I get it. I'm in a prison, but every room is the exact yeah. same. It just yeah, seems cool I, cordoned off rooms, and it's it's just like a little encounter every third room. There was I actually went through a sequence recently that was pretty interesting. I think it was in trailers, but you, but you do spend a bit of time on the surface, and okay. that was interesting. There's like frozen corp like guys, and some of them are and monsters, and some of them you can just like smash for and get rid of them. Um, and that was not bad. And the enemy types have started to ratchet up, but a lot of them you'll start to recognize from Dead Space, and and it, honestly, maybe they were in um. Death Space as well, but there was a, there's a particular enemy that I'm like, all right, I remember you from The Last You're of back. Us. <laughs> Bloaters? No, it's a, so it's an enemy that's blind. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's oh, a lot yeah. of, actually, even early on in the game where you learn that you can sneak around, yeah. which is a mechanic that doesn't work very well in this game. No. At no. all. I've just, I'm not going to bother with it, uh, which so is annoying because yeah, I love stealth games. The part I just did was legitimately an entire chapter where I was just like, I have to crouch walk through here and it sucks. <laughs> it just made it made what should have been like probably a half an hour segment go for like an hour. Because I was crouching oh. everywhere and like stealth killing all these blind enemies. It kind of sucked. But again, like the the meat the, the area was really gross and interesting to be in and the setting's interesting and I I have uh, the story I'm worried is not going to pay off in, in any way, but I'm spending more time with um Danny uh, Nakamura, which is what what's her name from the boys? Karen. 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 Yeah. 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 But yeah so I'm spending yeah. more time with her now and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. But again, then I run into a combat encounter and then the, the game just grinds to a halt as I stand in a corner and either dodge, dodge, hit, hit, shoot. Or pick up, throw, and grinder. That's really the two solutions to combat. Back in primary school and high school, whenever I got a report from a teacher, it would say, you're capable of more. And that would be my review of the game. I know how the teachers feel. Because there are elements of this that are really bold, brave, and interesting choices made um, that could set, you know, could change the genre, really. Like, the the dodge mechanic, if done right, could be really, really interesting, and I would like to see it explored in more games. But the the choices they made weren't followed up with changing the rest oh. to suit it. Oh my god! That's from something else about this game that annoyed me. Um, so I did mention the bad checkpoints, right? I want you to compound that annoyance. So you're like, okay, I lost my um, 
I lost my upgrade progress, but it's fine. I'll go back and I'll, I'll do all that shit again. I'll go up into this arena and I'll open up all these little collect these like loot boxes. The drops are random. What? So yeah, yeah. So all those little chests that you I've open. I've never noticed that. And even even like my on the shelves and all that. No. Yeah. That could be something that you don't even need, which is what happened to me when I actually went into this boss fight on easy and won, because I opened them all up and what I wanted was like the little grip batteries. So I could throw all the enemies off and now we're like, eh, here's one. The rest of it's all bullets. I'm like, alright, I guess I'm shooting enemies and that's not the most effective way to deal with them in this game. Not even close. Part of the combat is when you... Just to go back to the combat. You hit them three times with your bat, they stumble. And you shoot them. You can shoot them. There's like, you, you can quickly shoot them and it's meant to be like this cool thing. It does shit all damage to them. It doesn't Sorry. do anything. Um, you will shoot them later because... When you first meet your first tentacle enemy, you shoot the you're tentacles like, so they don't evolve. Yeah. yeah, and then pretty much every enemy does, is is a tentacle enemy. Oh man! And if you and I and at first I was like, oh, maybe it's not too bad if they mutate. They fucking suck if they mutate. <laughs> so if I wanted tentacles, I'd search for hentai. Okay, <laughs> get the fuck out again. <laughs> it's one of those things. In principle, I love the idea of these enemies that can mutate. It just sucks when. It's, pretty much every enemy you're fighting in an area. It's like, that makes it way less interesting. Yeah, it's becoming very... It's less special, yeah. Yeah. But I, again, I, I like... It's a game that I'm going to come out the other side of and be like, look, it's rough, but I, I, I would love them to have another go at it because, as we said, there's ideas here that I like. I, I do like the idea... Like, when I'm facing down against one enemy, it is tense and i like that but it's just when there's two or three of them it's just like all right well now i'm not super engaged because i just feel like i'm i'm being cheesed here by the game and that's i want no fun. more survival horror less action wind back yeah. the amount of enemies in a sequel make the enemies yes. stronger and make yes. them more like okay you've come into an area of, of the prison you're in the medical ward for example there's one enemy in it and you find people who are running away from it like it becomes almost like the alien from aliens off that section it is the big boss and you're hiding from it you're doing little encounters that have that that would be really cool because if you could, if you have minimal amount of enemies in your game but you're in every section you're learning a new ability and that ability helps you take on that creature that would be cool like the atmosphere you could you could create with that be insane yeah. i if you, you want to have the enemies just um don't be scared to have enemies that can just get back up you know don't be scared of that. Like, Resident Evil's done it. Um, Signalis this year did it as well. And I think Silent Hill does Can't it a couple of times. Can you be very proud of me? I'm going to Apollo Bay this weekend. I guess what I'm downloading. Signalis? Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play Signalis. And I, I was actually <laughs> recommending it to people at work yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played it, but my mate's like, he's mad for it. Um, if you love survival horror, you've got to play Signalis. And I, I think that's another reason why I'm sort of, I feel especially burned by this game. Uh, and that's not, it seems unfair to, to be like, well, I don't like this because I love Signalis, but they're two different games, obviously. But when I want to play a survival horror game, Signalis is like, that's it. Like, and this is, I don't know. I just don't it's know. It's such a missed like, opportunity, I, I reckon. Like, so yeah. I, I've said this to a few people and I've copped some heat for it because a lot of people like this game. I think Callisto Protocol is 2022's Deathloop. Cool ideas. Mm cool atmosphere but the moment to moment gameplay and the frustrations of it completely break it but a sequel could be incredible yeah Deathloop have you guys have you guys played and or finished Deathloop I haven't I played like two hours of it it's yeah 
fine. It's from mm. like looking down the entirety of the game, great ideas. But when you zoom down, when you look at the, the trees from the forest, it breaks apart quickly. Yeah. Same with this game. So, And this, this isn't even talking about how it runs on Xbox and PC. Or how it was running. I know there's been some patches. I don't know if it's as bad, but like I saw some footage of like the stuttering on the PC version, and it's pretty yeah, it's rough, unforgivable. Being when said, you though, consider they probably crunched for this game, it does run pretty sick on the PS5. So yeah, it does run really well. Have fun some your fancy PCs, you fucking. <laughs> like I, I think I put some in our group chat, Joel. I'll have, to, I'll have to tweet them out. There's a couple of weird moments. Like one time I was swinging an enemy, and I'm I'm going for the last swing. And then, for some reason, I just teleport away from the monster. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yep. What's happening? <laughs> just, like, weird little glitches like that. Again, nothing as bad as the stuttering. Um, and usually I die because of it. But I'm usually laughing. So that sort of washes away a bit of a frustration. But um, otherwise, the game does jank. run very well on PlayStation. Yeah, a little bit jank, you know. It's a, it's like, there's first game. There's going to be jank. Yeah, look, again, first game for the studio. Good luck to them. I, I think they've got a really bright future ahead of them. I just think this yeah. needed a bit more of a clean-up. Um, like the best thing they can do is like look at all these reviews, take in the feedback because they like a lot. Even the people who like, everyone who's disappointed by this game is only disappointed because they were excited for it. Yeah, which yeah. said like if you have another run at it, like you could it's a very, probably make I'm something not angry, special. I'm disappointed. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But I think a sequel or the next game of the studio, I will definitely have my eyes on because yeah, I'll be but watching for it. We'll keep an eye out for that, and I'm sure if that news comes out, we'll discuss it. And we, I was going to say, we may discuss this game more in the next few weeks. I don't think this is going to be in the Game of the Year discussions. No, I don't think it's making my Hey, maybe we'll, we could be a footnote in our uh, yearly wrap-up. Who knows? But speaking of wrapping up, let's wrap up the episode. If you want to hear us talk about more video games and pop culture and all sorts of shenanigans, we're on Spotify and iTunes. Search for a story mode every game podcast. You can also search for dialogue options. Hear Joel and Kyron talking about all things gaming. Um, subscribe. Leave us a review. Show the Story Mode Gaming Network some love. Give us a sweet little kiss in the forehead before you put us to sleep. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and when it comes back, Hive, at Story Mode A-U-S. Check every day for Hive. I check every day. <laughs> I want to come back. Uh, we're also on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Story Mode A-U-S. We record these podcasts live every single week. We also have a bunch of video game streams at the moment. Simon's playing a bit of Pokemon. And when I go and leave, I'm finally, I know I've been saying this for a while, I'm going to play Jack 2 because it's the best game ever made. Uh, you can follow us individually on Twitter as well. I'm at Jesse Spanner. Joel, where you at? I'm at Jolly Mac. And Kyron. I am at Lemon Man X. Beautiful. Lads, I hope you had fun talking about all the trailers and to a lesser extent, Callisto Protocol. <laughs> I'm going to play so it now. That's the annoying thing. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. I have to finish it. It's yeah, just I like, feel obliged. I, I know it's not too long, which is good. Yeah, no, it's not. It um, is very linear. Very linear. Oh, yeah. Ooh, mm. And you feel punished for going off the side roads. Now I'm taking this back into the discussion. Like, sometimes you go down a side path and like, oh, I picked up a health pack. And then the game goes, spawn a monster. I'm like, if this thing kills me, then this item that is down here is going to be different. How dare you do this to me? Anyway. I also, just real quickly, I also made a mistake when I saw my first, like, spinning fan. Look, like, most games, you walk into the spinning fan, you know, you can't walk into it. Your character's smart enough. No. <laughs> little yeah, bits. Little bits. It was a room with, like, two spinning, like, drills, and I was like, I reckon I could, like, walk through those. No. No, I got, I got sucked in. <laughs> God damn it. Well, guys, I was going to say guys and lads, so I called you gads. Jo- well, gads. Josh, gads. Gads. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, Gads. Uh, Gadzooks. Um, thanks for joining in. Hope you had fun. Uh, Always. Dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Hope, look, I hope you're excited for the films. I hope you're enjoying Callisto Protocol. Hope you're having fun with it. Um, but if you're not, or if you are, come yell at us on social media. With that, we'll bid you a fond farewell. So go play some games, stay safe, and we'll catch you next week. Toodles. Bye. Bye. Bye.